This is Tad Stones, the creator of The Terror That Flaps in the Night. And you are listening to The St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. But you probably already knew that. finally doing another review for you guys so welcome to the saint canard files of darkwing up podcast i'm your host will santana and hold your pants and spit out your gum it's me mike russo we are back with another darkwing duck episode <laughs> hey how's it going mike man it's been a while yeah it's really been a long time since me and you sat down with no guests and just talked about darkwing duck yeah, man. Um, I notice our views kind of go down when we do those uh, bonus episodes, you know, which is fine. I, I, I kind of get it. You know, the comments come calm down a little bit. The views go down a little bit. I know people are more into our reviews, but we need a break. You know, um, I know we do some together, those bonus episodes, and then we kind of like do some uh, not with each other because that's when I take a week off and you take a week off. You know, it, it's just a break that's needed between the both of us. Yeah, agree? and and these bonus episodes, as opposed to the last ones, were just more conversational. Mm-hmm. We just kind of just had, even when we had the Duck Talks guys on, it was just us having fun conversations. We didn't have to watch episodes or take notes. So even though we were doing episodes, it was a nice break. And a lot of the stuff we recorded around Christmas and New Year's. So it was the perfect time to take a break. Yeah. You know, just a little break, man. Get a refresher, get a recharge. And the the most important thing to me, Mike, is it extends the life of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we bought ourselves about two or three months with all the bonus content in the last six months. Yeah. So we do that for you guys, though. We want you guys to have things to listen to. We don't want to blow through all 91 episodes and have nothing else to do. So this just gives you more stuff. Yeah. What are we down to, like 25 episodes left? We're down to the last quarter? We're down to the last 25. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, the, the last 12 syndicated episodes and then the 13 ABC season two. So we're down to the last 25. Okay. Well, Mike, before we get into this episode, man, I know you were super excited about a Disney Plus announcement, man. Something finally happened. How many times have I said I really want the Muppet Show on Disney Plus? At least two or three times. And mm-hmm. to, that's finally happening February 19th. So after this one drops... The Muppet Show will finally be there. All five seasons. I can finally marathon it. <laughs> I like The Muppet Show, but I, I know I'm not a hardcore fan as you were, you know? Muppet Show is tough for, I think, newer casuals because, you know, it's really trapped in the 70s, early 80s. Lots of guest stars most people don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, the best intro for The Muppets is the movies. The Great Muppet Caper, The Muppet Movie. But Muppet Show is really where a lot of these characters got their start. So it's something everybody needs to see, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's been a, so long since I watched it. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't even remember half of the episodes. So uh, I can, it'll be kind of cool to rewatch it. I can recommend some ones that are worth watching when it finally does the drop. So you don't have to dig through all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have a new DuckTales episode coming out February 22nd. Oh, yeah? 
I don't remember how many episodes are left. I think maybe five. Um, this is the only one I know of that's scheduled so far. It's an episode that's Huey-centric. It also includes Fenton and Gandra D. It's called Beaks in the Shell. So obviously Mark Beaks is our antagonist. Mm-hmm. That's something to look forward to. I don't know if other episodes are scheduled. It might just be this one. I don't think all of them are finished yet. I heard the actors only just finished recording their lines for the final episode. So the last few might not even air yet, but at least we're getting one. Okay. okay. It's something. Yeah, it's something. You know, I know people are getting sad because this DuckTales is coming to an end. So uh, I just hope it's not the end of this whole Disney afternoon stuff. You know, that's just I my really, I really hope not. But, you know, across our bonus content, we really discussed that to death. Mm-hmm. We still have no idea what's going on, though. Okay. Now, and, one last thing oh, might be... Oh, go ahead, bro. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that the only other thing I'm looking forward to in the immediate future, and we don't have to talk much about this, but I'm super excited because a few days before we recorded this, the, the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong finally came out. And it might be stupid, but it looks like it's going to be fun. Um, I, I, I don't know if you saw in our Darkwing chat, Mike. I left a comment there, and I, I kind of put your name to it. I said, Mike. I never, I, got around never to respond, I never got around to responding to that. I'm so sorry. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm just a casual Godzilla or King Kong guy. I don't know too much about it. Uh, I've seen a few movies here and there. Um, I thought this trailer looked good. I mean, I don't know. You're a hardcore purist guy, so... I don't know what your expectations are of it, but I'm, I, I'm excited. It looked cool I'm to diffi- me, man. I'm difficult to please, but this looks like good, dumb fun, okay. basically. Okay. And I, and I, as much as I love Godzilla, I have a big soft spot for Kong. And to anyone who's seen the trailer, I just love watching him wail on Godzilla. It's really cool because Kong is the original king. Okay. Well, I, I know you saw in the, in the my in the DW chat. I didn't say it was cool. I said it was fire. <laughs> fire. I was yeah, excited. Yeah, it like, it's gonna be a blast. I'll be watching this on HBO Max. No theaters for me yet, but okay. you know I'll definitely make sure I see it at least the first day or two. Um, one more thing you wanted to talk about yeah. um, before we get into the Darkwing episode we're gonna do today. So what yeah. was that? Okay, the last thing we're still doing good on time. Uh, but the last thing um. I put up a post on my Facebook page and it was asking them about WandaVision. I don't know if you read all the comments, but it was really like mixed 50, 50. Yeah. Half of you guys loved it. Half of you guys hated it. Um, Mike, I'm seeing I'll be that honest kind of sentiment you. elsewhere too. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not enjoying it at all right now, but a lot of people keep saying I have to wait for a payoff that's coming. Um, if there is, it's, it, it needs to come soon. It's <laughs> I'm doing struggling. It, it's, it's doing a very slow burn to get where it's going. Okay. I think the payoff we get is going to be pretty amazing. This is leading to more movies. This is going to be the springboard to new stuff. Mm-hmm. So however this ends, I'm expecting something really cool. Because I haven't seen all the Marvel films, but I've seen a majority, a, a majority of them. And I definitely love the last handful of them. So... I think this is this show is keeping me guessing, and I am enjoying the old sitcom references. Mm-hmm. So it's working for me and my wife. We're really into it, but I kind of get why it wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea, expect, yeah. including. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, I've noticed it's like fifty-fifty. There's no, 
majority on it. It's really right down the middle, man, from what I've seen so far. People hating it and loving it. But, uh, all right, enough of that pre-talk. People want to hear us talk about some Darkwing, about a review, right? Yes. And we are talking about the Darkwing Squad. Okay. Anything you want to say about this episode before we kind of get into production and get into the plot? Anything you want to say about it beforehand? Um, I will say it's not one of my favorites. It's interesting for several reasons. Um, it has a, a few firsts and lasts that we can talk about. Um, I think we should just get going with it so we can cover all of that. Okay. All right. So, Mike, what is our production and air date order? Well, it's been okay. a while since I asked you that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you were watching these in real time, it would have been seven weeks since the last episode, since uh, Stress to Kill. Uh, which would have been an eternity if you were 13 like me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 12, 13, however old I was. Um, so this one aired Thursday, April 23rd, uh, 1992. I want to point out that you cannot find dates for Darkwing Duck episodes from this batch on Wikipedia. I've got the dates. Um, a researcher never spills his secrets, but I know when these episodes actually aired. You will not find that information anywhere on the Internet. Mm. So that's when this one aired, and it was 67th in production order. So now we're getting into the last, last handful of syndicated episodes. We are down to the home stretch. Okay. So our story editor and our writer, this should be no surprise because these two go together like peanut butter and jelly. Our story editor is Tad, and our writer is Dev Ross. Hey, that's a Going, great combo writer. Going forward, Tad is story editor on every single thing Dev writes. And toward the end, the two of them will be writing episodes together. So okay. they're pretty much a team at this point. Okay. So and so that means he he, he had his hand. They, they teamed up on my big one that's coming up, right? Yeah, they do. Okay. As, as well as Quiverwing Quack, and we did Time and Punishment a few months ago. So that's all Tad and Dev. Okay. This isn't one of my favorites, um, which kind of, you know, it's sad to me to say that because I love Dev's work, but mm-hmm. not all of them are, you know, have to be my favorite. This one's still good. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a decent one. It's not a gem, but it's, it's a decent one. Yeah, and this one actually has some new animation in it, a different studio. My guess is they had to find some new studios to do the episodes because they didn't have Japan and Australia anymore and Kennedy cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, I'm not going to dwell on this too much. Um, this one was animated by a company called Wang Film Productions in Taiwan. Um, they were founded in 1978 by, believe it or not, Hanna-Barbera. Everything oh, wow. leads back to Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Um, if you were to look at everything Wang has done, their resume is insane. They've had their hand in every Disney show. Like, everything. If you name a Disney show, they've done at least one episode. Mm. They were a major animation studio on the later episodes of DuckTales. If it wasn't done in Japan, Wang animated it. He did all the Gizmoduck episodes. They Mm. did Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. They're still working for Disney now. They animated on Tiny Toon Adventures, Animaniacs. Their credits are nuts. Um, They're one of the most prolific Taiwanese animation studio ever they're a really big studio i like their work they did they did four darkwing episodes um and their work is fine i like it isn't great but i like what they do in this episode how about you 
Yeah, I definitely liked it. There's one scene in particular that really stood out to me, but overall, it's solid, man. It's, it's yeah. solid. They know their stuff. They're good at mm-hmm. what they do. And um, before we jump into the plot, this is the last episode I've actually read the script for. Um, I had found these scripts on someone's blog who had purchased four Darkwing scripts that came from the collection of Ron Feinberg, who plays Grizzly Cough. So all four scripts are Grizzly Cough episodes. If you mm. remember, we did um, Bad Tidings and Disguise the Limit. He also had um, Dirty Money, but I didn't know about it at the time that we recorded that one. So this is the last time I'm going to have a script to reference. And there is something major that was cut out of it that I'll mention when we get there that I even I haven't even told you about. Um, mm-hmm. And I found it pretty funny. So let's dive right in. All right. So let's go ahead and get into this. We got Eggman. They're trying to find DW. And uh he hits one of the Eggman over the head with one of those ceramic pots. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, a ceramic pot. Okay. And then, you know, we got another Eggman who's swinging, and uh, he crashes into the other Eggman, and they kind of, like, shatter. Like they shatter pieces, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get some more Eggman chasing DW. Well, I don't want to say they were chasing. Like, he was running toward them. Yeah. They're running toward him, but they got bazookas. <laughs> he, he jumps over them, lands in a um, big bunch of bananas, Throws a banana at them. Turns out it's a bomb, and he blows them up. Yeah. And then we got Grizzly Cough playing a, a certain villain. He's, like, dressed up like him. Yeah. Grizzly Cough shows up. He's got um, he's got Steelbeak's beak, um, his waddle, um, and a bow tie on. Mm-hmm. And the two of them start going at it. Yeah. They kind of get into, like, that fist fight. But then, like, something goes up in the air, Mike. What was it? <laughs> Darkwing fires his gas gun, and the gas canister opens up. It's a crate floating in a uh, parachute, and out of the crate falls an anvil, and it falls on Grizzly Cop's head. <laughs> and it was funny because he, like, froze. He, he saw it coming for, like, a good three to five seconds, <laughs> and he just froze. <laughs> but it's Grizzly uh, Cop. He's more angry than upset and hurt. So Yeah. But then we find out it's kind of a training session. Jay Gander comes breaks it up, you know? Yeah, they weren't real Eggmen. Mm-hmm. It was it was a shush training session so that Jay Gander can prove how effective Darkwing's methods are because he claims that shush is mired in his own paperwork. Yeah. And he's really trying to talk up how great Darkwing is. Yeah, but Grizzly, he he's not feeling this at all. He's complaining about how unpredictable Darkwing is and stuff, you know? Yeah, when does when does he ever defend Darkwing? He can't stand Darkwing. Yeah. Up front, up front, this is our very last Grizzly Cough episode. We're never going to see him again after this one. Mm-hmm. So let's savor the big guy while we still got him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Grizzly Cough crushes Darkwing into a ball, and of course, Jay Gander thinks it's a disguise. Mm-hmm. Um. He says, who else but Darkwing would disguise himself as a bowling ball? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, um, you know, it's kind of revealed that Darkwing, he's asked to train some other agents. And Grizzly Cough, like... Hates it. He hates it. He he don't want no part of it, pretty much, you know? Darkwing isn't into the idea either mm-hmm. until Grizzly Cough starts to kiss Darkwing's... No, until Hooter starts to kiss Darkwing's butt about it. Yeah, you know, he, he says the, <laughs> the the agent agents you train will become you know legends and they'll train others. Yeah. So that's all Darkwing has to hear. Oh yeah, that ego, you know he's gonna love that. Yeah. <laughs> Playing right to his ego. Yeah. Yeah. So then Darkwing he's given his agents and um 
they're all like militaries, like, yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> they have been well trained by Grizzly Cough. Um, so we have four agents. We have Agent Deer, um, the only female of the group. She's voiced by a woman named Sarah Partridge. Um, not much to say, very short career, not much voice work, just Darkwing and My Little Pony. Um, she retired in 1993. 90, uh, we have um, Agent Dog. I'm almost confident that's Jim Cummings, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely, definitely sounds like him. Yeah, it sounds like his Pete. Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Agent Donkey, I think that's Rob Paulson, so that should give you a hint who our villain is. Yep. And then Agent Dodo, I think that's Danny Mann. Okay. We also see Launchpad. Um, Launchpad in the finished episode has about four lines of dialogue. He talks a lot more in the script, and he's the big – except for that one big thing they cut out, Launchpad's the biggest casualty of the episode. Almost all of his dialogue is gone. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, yeah, Launchpad has very little to do in the actual finished episode, but he's there. Mm -hmm. And um, what I do like is Launchpad comes in with a dummy dressed like Steelbeak. Yeah. And Darkwing asks, you know, here's your villain. How do you incapacitate him? They go to work and hand him a stack of papers. <laughs> he he doesn't like that. He wants more like performance in his procedures. Like he doesn't want all this paperwork. He, he like wants I want action. Action and flair. Mm -hmm. um, I like the joke. He jumps at the dummy and tears its head off. And Agent Dog says, um, what if the subject is wanted for questioning? Darkwing puts the dummy's head back on and goes, there, now he's ready for questioning. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay to decapitate your enemy as long as you put his head back on. Um, it's funny, you know, Darkwing says, you know, you know, to be a true, you know, Darkwing, you know, to be a true agent, you need these. And he pulls out some masks. Yeah. And then in we the, get, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, in the original script, he pulls out five masks. So I'm going to explain in a minute why he does that. Okay. What happens in the next scene? Well, we got Grizzly Cough and Jay Gander. They're walking down the, it, I don't, it wasn't the streets for real, though. It was like a training set, right? I don't know. It could be the, I think it's the bad part of town. Okay, but you know that was, this was my favorite part of the animation was this whole scene right here. Well, definitely the angles and the shadows and colors look really great in this scene. Yeah, it had a lot of pop, man, and then like because a lot of colors were vibrant. The contrast was really good. I, I liked it, man. They're standing under street lights, so there's a lot of good shadow effects. Mm -hmm. And then we get a Darkwing entrance. What was it, Mike? I am the principal you were sent to see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Grizzly Cough hates this. Um, he's really upset. Um, Hooter says, you know, Darkwing said this would add to the realism. And as soon as Darkwing makes his really splashy entrance, uh, Grizzly Cough goes, you're right, sir. The, the realism really adds to the proceedings. <laughs> he's great. So Darkwing starts introducing his, you know, his Darkwing squad. Uh, and you got Launchpad up on a building playing music and applause and stuff like this. This is all fake. Yeah. Um, so we get four members of the Darkwing squad. They each get an entrance. I'm going to blow through this quick. Um, Darkwing Dog. No, Darkwing Donkey is the burrow that kicks in the night. Darkwing Dog is the pup who barks when he bites. Darkwing Deer is the doe who leaps higher than kites. And Darkwing Dodo is the bird who pecks at your plight. Are you ready for Darkwing Squad number five? Uh-oh. Darkwing Dolphin. Oh, there was a dolphin? 
There was a dolphin, a fifth member of the Darkwing squad that didn't make it into the episode. Darkwing Dolphin. The joke is you never really see him. When he when he introduces Darkwing Dolphin as the agent who spouts at first sight, he opens a manhole cover and Darkwing Dolphin just spouts some water out of the manhole and that's all you see. Uh, okay. they, they reference him over and over, but you really don't see him. Okay, so they cut that out completely. One trace of Darkwing Dolphin ends up in the finished episode, and I'll tell you what it is when we get to the scene, okay? Okay. But that's a really big cut. They cut everything of Darkwing Dolphin. I got an idea where he might pop up, but... And my favorite Grizzly Cough line in the episode is as Darkwing is doing all of the intros... Grizzly Cough turns to Hooter and goes, Sir, this is worse than cheap Vardavillian show. And Hooter goes, Oh, shush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Take it from here. What happens next? Well, they were, Darkwing was narrating the whole scene of everything that was being displayed, right? Right, right. They're going mm -hmm. up against fake Eggman. Yeah. And then Grizzly Cough decides he, he's leaving shush. He's had yeah. enough. He's, he's out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he goes, If this is the future of shush, I'm not a part of it. And he, he leaves. Yeah, and then Steelbeak was watching this the whole time. He was watching this whole training course. And Man, uh, it is kind of nice to have Steelbeak back. Mm -hmm. It has been so long since we've talked about Steelbeak. Um, you know, another bomb. This was our last episode with Steelbeak as the main villain. Mm -hmm. So we are wrapping up Steelbeak. Uh, we get him one more time in like a cameo like down the line later on, but this is our last Steelbeak episode, really, when you come down to it. Is this the first time he had female Eggman with him? Yes, the script calls them Egg Babes. Egg Babes, okay. Egg Babes, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, when I saw this episode, I was like, female Eggman? I don't remember them, ever seeing them before. No, this is the <laughs> first and only time. Okay. Yeah, they're polishing his shoes, they like, you know, they're, they're waiting on him hand and foot. Yeah, and then we get Grizzly Cough. Uh, was he at uh, it, his apartment, or was he in his is, office? This is his apartment. The script okay. calls it his apartment. Okay, what could have been my favorite joke in the episode gets cut out, and I have to detail it Well, I really do, because when I read it in the script, I cracked up. He's sitting there going over his old shush memories. He's looking at pictures. The first picture is him at the beach, with Jay Gander Hooter and Sarah Bellum. Hooter and Bellum are wearing bathing suits. Grizzly Cough is standing with them in his full suit, looking miserable, holding a beach ball. Mm -hmm. Then he looks at another picture, at a party with Hooter and Bellum. Again, he's standing there in a full suit, looking miserable, because Grizzly Cough does not know how to have a good time. <laughs> I think that would have been not only a great joke, it would have been at least one more chance to see Sarah Bellum. Yeah, definitely and would have. That got cut out, but in the finished episode, he gets really angry and tosses his shush mug against the wall. Yeah, and it shatters, and he tries to put uh, put it back together. I love his instant remorse. What mm -hmm. have I done? I love this mug. <laughs> yeah, but then Steelbeat shows up to his apartment, and he's trying to recruit Grizzly Cough. Yes, like he's really trying to sell being, you know, how great being a foul agent would be. Yeah, he, he offers him a trip to Maui. He gives him a jacket, a baseball cap. He's like, he's really trying to groom him and stuff to it. Yeah, and my favorite Steelbeak line of the episode is the one I said at the beginning when he goes, hold your pants and spit out your gum. 
<laughs> really, really funny. And Grizzly Cough is like, no, not doing it, not turning on Shush. But then Steel Beak sweet yeah, the deal. He got, yeah, he gives him the one offer he can't refuse. The end of Darkwing. Darkwing. Yeah. <laughs> now, chicken, you're turking turkey. <laughs> um, yeah, good act break. You know, it closes out, and all you can see is his eyes. You know, it's he's, yeah, looks like Grizzly Cough has turned traitor. Yeah, and then we get uh, the scene cuts to Jay Gander, and he's really feeling DW's teaching with the the Darkwing Squad. He's loving it. Yeah, it's a short scene. There was a bit more dialogue in the script, but yeah, he's complimenting Darkwing and Launchpad, mm-hmm. uh, who's I think said one thing so far. And then as Darkwing goes to leave the room, he gets ninja kicked by Darkwing Dodo. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we get another scene where he's in their little training room and, you know, Dodo's like doing all kind of karate stuff. And, you know, Darkwing's starting to get frustrated with them because, like, they're they're turning his procedures against him. They're acting just like him. Yeah. Because they got what? Real. Yeah. They got what? Eight by ten glossy. Their eagles are beginning to sound like him and stuff. So speaking of the eight by ten glossies, I don't know if you looked at those closely they're, t- they're stuck on a wall. You see, you know, Darkwing Deer, Dog, Donkey, and Dodo, and there's a glossy of Darkwing Dolphin on the wall. Ah, oh, I didn't right, catch that. Right in the middle. Next time you watch it, there's a dolphin with a Darkwing hat. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out when we when we finish recording. It's the one bit of evidence that this character even existed. <laughs> Made it into the episode, but you have to look. Okay. Um, so yeah, Darkwing's getting mad. He <laughs> he sees um. Darkwing Dog has an anvil on his head, and Darkwing Deer is like, oh, no, your eyes must be much bigger, and your head must be much flatter. And Darkwing's like, I can't even guess what you two are doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we get another cutscene. Uh, still be, he's with uh, Grizzly Cough at, like, at an aquarium, right? Yes, yes, an aquarium. Mm-hmm. And I like what Steelbeak is wearing a black fedora on his head. That really complements his outfit. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, he shows him what they're after. They're after a giant pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelbeak says, let, you know, let me just say, Fowl won't be worried about budget cutbacks this year. <laughs> but they're going to use the pearl to, as bait for Darkwing and the Darkwing squad. Yeah. That scene was kind of short, though. He just did. Then he, it ends when he threw the apple in there, right? Yeah. The scene was supposed to be longer because they... The scene originally set up that Steelbeak and the Eggmen were in disguises sneaking past the uh, security guards, but all of that was cut out. So the scene got a lot shorter. So now we're back at the – oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, no, no. Speaking of a scene that really suffered in editing, okay, um, we're back at the hideout, Will. Right. That's what you were going to say. Yeah. Did you notice when the scene starts, Darkwing's voice sounds like he's strained and injured? No, I didn't notice that. That's because originally Launchpad carries him in rolled up like a rug from an injury. Oh, okay. And that's why he's talking like this when the scene starts. And there's this whole thing where Launchpad unrolls him and blows him up with a tire pump like a balloon and all of this. And it's just, they cut it all out. They shorten the scene. And then Darkwing, of course, you know, he goes up to that poster, right? The big portrait of himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, Will? He, yep. you know, he goes, this isn't my ego. This is just a healthy expression of my self-image. Absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Okay? And then when he jumps on Launchpad and goes, is it? Launchpad gets what could have been the line of the episode, like the best Launchpad line, and they chopped it out. Get this. 
This is what Launchpad says to Darkwing. Okay, get ready for this one. He says, well, I'd say you are an obsessive overachiever, futilely trying to overcompensate for the lack of sufficient attention in your childhood. Oh, that don't even sound like LP. <laughs> no, but no, but like that's the greatest character assassination anyone's ever done to Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. Like knocked him in his own childhood. That was Launchpad's line, and I'm pretty sure they cut it because it was too harsh. Yeah. Because that, that doesn't sound like Launchpad at all. Mm-hmm. But because of this, almost all of Launchpad's dialogue is gone. He he uh, doesn't even need to be in this episode. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? Uh, they go back to talk to the squad, you know, but the squad, they got their own rat catchers. <laughs> oh, by the way, Darkwing Dolphin gets his own rat catcher, too. It's literally a giant fishbowl on wheels. Oh, my God, I didn't even notice that. Well, you don't see it in the episode. Oh, okay. I was about but to say, it, I, it like, I didn't see that. It does happen in the script. He drives by with a fishbowl on wheels. Okay. So, yeah, they got their own rat catchers, and then uh, Darkwing has uh, LP reveal the new rules. Yeah, a whole bunch of crazy rules, including not making fun of the teacher behind his back. Because mm-hmm. you can never be too careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Jay Gander calls in to stop uh, Steelbeak. Yeah, it tells everyone where it tells the Darkwing squad where Steelbeak is and everybody leaves. Yeah, they except go Darkwing. Yeah, but it's not really Jay Gander, is it? No, Jay Gander is actually a puppet leader. It's actually Steelbeak. Yeah, he set him a, up. Who does a really great Jay Gander impression? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he set up the the whole squad. He knew they would take off while Darkwing is still there. And then a uh, Grizzly Cop shows up. Yes, so Grizzly Cop shows up crushes Darkwing into a ball for the second time in the episode, kicks him around like a hacky sack or whatever it is, um, you know, like a, a you know, handball or whatever he's doing with him, but kicks him right into the camera so Steelbeak, who's watching at the aquarium, can't see what's going on. Yeah, and it's funny because on that scene, Darkwing starts ranting about the squad, and he uses the same dialogue that Grizzly Cough used about Darkwing at the beginning. <laughs> yes, um, in the scene in the hideout, one of Darkwing's deleted lines, he keeps trying to say they have no respect for authority, but can't bring himself to actually say it because it's not something he would say, and he stammers through it. Mm-hmm. So when Darkwing actually does vent later on, Launchpad says, gee, why does that sound familiar? Because <laughs> earlier on, that's exactly what Darkwing was complaining about. We just didn't really hear it. Um yeah. But a good Launchpad line, much better than the character assassination. One line from Launchpad, gee, why does that sound familiar? When even Launchpad is able to, you know, tell off Darkwing like that, you know Darkwing's being a jerk. Mm-hmm. So, so now yeah. we're back at the, oh, I was going to say, well, okay. now we're back at the aquarium. Yeah, because yeah, Grizzly Cough uh, isn't really a traitor. He's still on Shush's side. Yeah, and Steelbeak is trying to steal the pearl now. Now he's got a, I don't know what it's called. A big crane? <laughs> The crane, yeah, he's trying to steal that pearl, and then uh, he knows the Darkwing squad because the, the, they're being trained by Darkwing. He he knows they're pr- pretty going to be pr- uh, pretty much predictable, so he knows they're about to make their entrance. If they're anything like their dinghy leader, <laughs> yeah. their dinghy role model, yeah, they burst right through the wall, right through the glass, and immediately they're captured. Yeah, he got them in that rope. They do get net. an entrance line. Yeah, we are the be- we are the beaters that scramble your eggmen. We are, and he captures him in the net, and he goes, really dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so then uh, Grizzly Cough and uh, DW, they're on the way. They're coming on the rat catcher. Yeah, Darkwing wants to just burst in, but Grizzly Cough says, you know, we need a plan. 
And Darkwing's mm-hmm. like, I thought bursting in was a plan. <laughs> so Grizzly Cough comes in with Darkwing tied up, pretty much, you know, neck to toe, with a gun against his head. Mm-hmm. And Steelbeak immediately sees through it. He goes, Oh no, this isn't a, this isn't a double cross, is it? Yeah. And Grizzly Cough proves it's not by throwing Darkwing into the shark tank. Which I'm sure he had no problem doing. <laughs> no, and this pretty much removes Darkwing from the climax entirely. Um, it does lead to another great joke I like, where Steelbeak and the Eggman start betting on whether or not Darkwing's going to die. Mm-hmm. He goes, 20 to 1, Darkwing is d- fish food. And all the Eggman are like, yeah, I'll take those odds. I'm in for a fin. Yeah. Um, they're so used to losing, they're betting against him dying. It's great. Yeah, so while they're betting, Grizzly Cough is rescuing the squad. Yep. And he and then, reprograms uh, them, basically. Yeah, he he gets them back in their suits and stuff. Get, get some of the Darkwing gear. And then, the, you know, the Sush agents proceed to kick Eggman butt, basically. I, I'm going to stop us just for one second, Mike. Did you notice that octopus in the scene where they got captured? Did it look just like Hal? A little bit. They definitely reuse character models. That's definitely a very familiar octopus. I actually mm-hmm. think that octopus was in a Rescue Rangers episode, too. <laughs> These things keep coming back. Okay. All right, let's get back to this episode. I, I just had to say that real quick. That was something I was like, man, that could have been Neptunia in, in this episode. <laughs> you love your Neptunia, man. I love um, Neptunia, man. <laughs> and then, so the Eggmen are beaten up, and then Grizzly Cough flattens Steelbeak with the Pearl. So, yeah. Foul is defeated. Yeah, one quick scene, another scene. Uh, my, I thought it was funny, though. Darkwing kind of got swallowed by one of the shark, and then the, another shark swallowed that shark, and then yeah. another shark swallowed that shark. <laughs> and finally, after the glass of the aquarium breaks, the one shark coughs up the other, who coughs up the other, who coughs up the other, who coughs up Darkwing. And he goes, it's a good thing duck feathers tickle. Yeah. Now, this is where the episode kind of aggravates me because I don't get the logic in this um, as we wrap up. It turns up the turns out the whole thing was a setup. Yeah. Jay Gander organized this entire thing so they can capture Fowl, which I have so many questions. I, I have all the questions. Like, did Grizzly Cough know? Did the Darkwing Squad know? How far did this plan go? Mm-hmm. Was Grizzly Cough always going to toss Darkwing into the shark tank? Was he always going to get eaten? Like, what? How, how far did this plan go? Did Was Grizzly Cough really planning on leaving, leaving Shush? Was that really something he was going to do? Or was that fake? Mm-hmm. Like, how much of this was fake? What do you think? I think a lot of it was fake. You know, I think the squad was in on it. I think Grizzly Cough was in on it about leaving because they figured Steelbeak was going to come recruit him uh, because they knew how much Grizzly Cough, he knew how much Grizzly yeah, Cough hated the, uh, Darkwing. Grizz- Grizzly but Cuff the whole, the-, the whole Shark Tank yeah. thing, ah, I think that was just something he had to play along with. You know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but Grizzly Cough acts so hurt and aggravated even when Darkwing isn't around. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, yeah, I guess. You know what? It's a kid's show. I shouldn't think so hard about it. But, yeah. We have, it, a, we have a tendency to do that now that we're grown and we're going back watching these. <laughs> yeah, it never bothered me at all as a kid. But now as an adult, there's so many logic holes. I'm, I can't get around it. Um, yeah. And then Darkwing's last line not Darkwing's last line. I, I'll get to that one. But, um, you know, Hooter said, you know, there's only one Darkwing duck. We're lucky to have you working with us. 
Mm-hmm. And Darkwing says, I knew it wasn't set up the whole time. Then he looks at the camera and says, kidding. The kidding was not in the script. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. They added that at the end. I'm thinking to make it more obvious to the kids. Okay. You know, maybe. I don't know. Um, but that's how we end. So with this episode, we have no more Grizzly Cough after this. This is our last episode with Steelbeak as a major villain. We will see him oh. one more time, but he's not the main villain. And mm. we're going to see um, Jay Gander only one more time in a tiny cameo. So okay. these characters are all pretty much done. Um, yeah, shush and foul thing pretty much. You know? Yeah, we got this is it for Shush. It really mm. is. Darkwing will mention Shush one or two more times. I know he mentions them in Frequency Fiends and they're mentioned in Steerminator. But we don't really see them. We're done with Shush. And there's only one more major foul episode left. And Steelbeak isn't in it. So we're kind of saying goodbye to a lot today. Nothing I'm going to miss too greatly. Because none of these guys are my favorite characters. But it's still, things are starting to end. You know, we're going to be saying goodbye to other characters pretty soon. Um, So yeah, that's Darkwing Squad. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, it, it's a it's an average episode to me. It's not. I don't love it. I don't hate it at all. It's cool. Um, I I could watch it again. You know, but, but would it be on top of my priority list? Probably not. Um, so you know, I'm gonna go ahead and rate it, Mike. I will give it. Um, I'm gonna go give it a three. Okay. Three Gascon canisters. You are a little bit more generous than me. It really just falls right in the middle for me. So. Pretty much, I'll give it a middle score. I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. Um, like, I really would rather be watching something with Mega Duck or Mega Volt or Bushroot or Quackerjack than watch this episode. It's uh, honestly, you know, mm-hmm. a Goslin is, isn't in it, and it's just it's it's you watch it once, nothing you rush to watch again. But it's mm-hmm. fine. It's not it's not bad. It's just not one of my favorites. So, two and a half. Okay. And like you know, it's solid to me here and there. Um, you know, I I actually don't mind the Darkwing Squad. They're okay. Um, you know, the different rat catcher is kind of cool, and you know, you, you get some jokes where Darkwing realizes their egos are just as big as his. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. You know, you get the whole Grizzly cough and Darkwing beef going again. You know. So, yeah, the last time I, I did that. So. Yeah, so I'm okay with it. Um. We you don't know, have a villain to rate, do we? No, but you know what this episode does do? Mm-hmm. You do see how competent an agent Grizzly Cough actually is. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. When he retrains the agents, they beat the Eggman really fast. Mm-hmm. So we finally see him doing his job. And he's he's a pretty competent guy. You know, I like Grizzly Cough. I, I actually, it's just that bad tidings episode I didn't like. Otherwise, I like him as a character. How do you, yeah. now that we're done with him, how do you feel about him? Uh, Grizzlykov was cool. You know, uh, I, I mean, I'm not crazy about him, but, you know, from, you know, like the way they have him on here, like he was always just kind of a random pop up for an episode. It's not bad to have, you know, a little change of pace. He, yeah. He's he's okay. He's okay. Uh, you he's know, not, not major like in I the said, grand scheme of things, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so that's it for this episode, Mike. Man, um, what episode we got coming up next? We are one away from haunting a Mr. Banana Brain, 
but we still yes. have one more before that, which is an episode I really, really enjoy. Um, Inside Binky's Brain. Oh, I love that episode, Mike. I it's, love it. It's really funny. It's really clever. And it's got Megavolt in it. So. I, I may be going a little high here, but Inside Binky Brain is top 10 for me. Oh, I, I love that. Yes. Doesn't yes. quite get that high for me, but I do love it. Oh, my God. I love this episode, man. Uh, I want to ask you more information, like who wrote it and everything, but I want to save that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wait. I'll tell you yeah, later. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so Mike, man, for the people tuning in for the first time, where can they find us at? We are on all major podcast apps. We are very lucky. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, um, Radio Public, uh, Apple devices. I mentioned that with iTunes. Um, I'm really rusty with this. You can tell. Um, <laughs> Pocket Cast, Pandora, iHeartRadio. We're also on YouTube. I think I hit everything. Do you have any shout outs tonight? Yeah, I got a shout out Shout out to three guys in particular, uh, Mitch, Josh, and uh, Pirate Steve, man. Thank you so much from the Duck Talks, guys, you know, for uh, – that was a fun episode we did with them, man, just hanging out. That was not, It wasn't like an interview. We just hung out with them and just talked they, ducks, you know? And they know their stuff. They were yeah, they fun definitely. to talk to. We're going to try to do something else with them at some point because that was a lot of fun. That was definitely a lot of fun, man. Or maybe they'll ask us to be on theirs or something one day. But it, it was really cool, man. I also want to um, give shout-outs to all the other people who are on bonus episodes with us, including Jordan Ferber, Bill Yudeski, Tiffany Silver-Braun, and Tim Partridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all – and oh, Owen Calais. I just haven't recorded the episode with him yet. We got one more bonus episode to record that I haven't done yet. So Owen Calais is going to be an episode with me too. So thank you to all of those people who made our bonus episode so much fun this time. I want to yeah, definitely man. thank all you guys. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap this episode up. Don't forget to pre-order your Q-Figs. I saw the Darkwing Beast Kingdom thing was revealed, the prototype. It still Um, needs work, but it'll probably look good when it's done. Yeah, so you guys get out there, pre-order those books that are coming out that Mike has mentioned several times. Uh, A lot of Darkwing stuff coming out. Funkoverse should be coming soon. Uh, Remember, guys. Yeah, so guys, you know, uh, Darkwing stuff is coming out. Just be on it. Stay stay on top of it. You know, hopefully your funds are good. Income taxes should be coming around the corner. And uh, if you got your stimulus, that should help too. Woo. Uh, make sure bills pay are paid first, though. Bills pay first. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. That's all we got for this episode. And remember, stay dangerous. See you next time.